You're listening to Omega Man Radio. T minus 10, 9, 8, and the clock is operating. We're underway. yourself in if you listen we can hear god's plan because the show is about to begin you're listening you're listening to the omega man radio network to everybody. Uh, in the program we had last night, we had some uh, disruptions. There was a hacker that went by the name of Bill, and uh, Bill broke into the chat room, actually uh, wrestled uh, me out of the room, booted me out, and then started kicking people out. And uh, there apparently was some uh, software hole in the uh, flash chat. So I apologize. I had many people saying, "Yo, why did you kick me out? Um, it wasn't me. Again, I was uh, booted out myself and could not get back in uh, for a time. Well, we got uh, blog talk support looking at it, and hopefully they're going to patch that hole. So I just want to let you know, that was a demonized man. <laughs> and uh, uh, if uh, any of you uh, know others that uh, were kicked out and they're not here tonight because maybe they're angry thinking I booted them out. Please let them know. Uh, that was beyond our control. And so that is uh, the circumstances of last night's program. At any rate, we have a uh, full schedule this week. Tonight, again, Pastor Dennis Williams. Uh, we'll have a second show, 10 p.m., Pastor John Gogan, Agape Bible Fellowship. Tomorrow night, I will have Rich Keltner of Watchman Radio with me at 8 o'clock. Then we're going to have, uh, let's see, tomorrow's Thursday, we're going to have Friday. Uh, Pastor John Franklin, in the 8 o'clock hour and 11 o'clock, we're going to have a real special guest named Ragnar Benson. Google him. Uh, interesting guest, 72-year-old Ragnar Benson. 
probably 20 books under his belt. He will be an interesting interview. Mark my words. Saturday night, Dr. Pat Holiday, the School of Deliverance at 8 o'clock. Dr. Pat back uh, Sunday night for the School of Intercessory Prayer. And um, next week we're going to have Rick Wiles, Pastor James Mobley. We'll be back, and we've got other guests starting to fill in. So we've got a busy uh, schedule ahead. We praise God for everybody that uh, is tuning out night after night. And without further ado, let me get Pastor Dennis on the line. Stand by. Hey, Pastor Dennis, how are you tonight? I'm good, Shannon. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing great. Uh, that sounds good. I heard that that's pretty uh, wild about that hacker. I tell you, I, I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I see someone in there with my same name. It's an Omega Man, except his was in lowercase, mine's uppercase, and uh, I said, what's going on here? That <laughs> is my evil wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you know, he uh, was a demonic man. He he was demonic, and uh, you know when he started uh, calling Jesus a homo, I got angry, and uh, I asked oh, God yeah. to loose blindness on this guy for a season, like Elimaeus, and uh, it made me angry. I'll be honest with you, uh, because um, you know we're out here trying to do ministry, and someone jumps in and starts uh, hurt, hurtling obscenities, kicking people out of the the uh, the chat room. It was uh, it was all out war last night. <laughs> But, but praise well, God, we survived it. Amen. Well, in Jesus' name, we take authority over all holes and for hacker, hacker hole. Yes, Father. In the name of Jesus over this program today and tonight and um, now and forever. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask you to put the, the blood of Jesus over every show on this show and every show and the warring angels around this show in Jesus' name. To guard this chat room, to guard yes, this Lord. show, to guard radio network in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just give you the praise for all that you will do in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, yes, sir. You know, Shannon, I, I'm just uh, really uh, happy for you uh, for what the Lord is doing through the Omega Man Radio Network, you know, um, a lot of souls are being saved, delivered. People are uh, really feeling the power of God and the ministry of God in their lives. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful work that's going on right now. And I just God give be, God the glory. Be the glory. Amen. 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 Um I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy, uh, also honored, really, that you, you have me back. Uh, and it's been a while, and uh, like you said, I'm, I've been busy over on my uh, my show. I have one a week because I'm not a full-time guy. You know, I have a full-time job, but I do um, take as much time to uh, to minister as the yes. Lord allows. And and so I'm just I just feel really happy and honored and everything else to be back on the Omega Man Radio Network tonight. Well, Pastor Dennis. Um Tell us uh, about the ministry there in Jacksonville, too, for people uh, looking for a place to fellowship that are in the area. Tell us about your church there. Amen. We have Miracle Church here at uh, 1537 Mill Creek Road, 1537 Mill Creek Road, right here in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, we have uh, two prayer services uh, during the week and one Sunday service. And uh, during our prayer services, you know, we've been, prayer is a wonderful thing. You know, that's one of the most powerful um, ministries 
uh, and and the, one of the most anointed ministries in the body of Christ, for, in my opinion. A yes. lot happens in a person's spirit. You know, a lot happens in a person's spirit in the prayer meeting. God is doing things in a person's spirit that they know not, and he's doing things in the spirit realm. So we've been uh, praying twice a week now. We were having a Friday service, but we're having that prayer service on Friday nights. And God is, is moving in families, and he He is doing uh, uh, some marvelous uh, work in the spirit realms and and in the natural. So we're just uh, we're, we're uh, continuing to believe God to do more for our church and for the people in our church and for the people he has ordained to come to our church. And, of course, uh, uh we you know we're we're still doing the uh, internet church and God is moving in that and um we're just excited we're just trying to stay on fire you know we're on fire for the lord when and staying excited for what God is doing and that's the main thing to do in this hour because uh we we must stay hot for Jesus amen to that and uh, i know that y'all have been uh working there and laboring for a good number of years in Jacksonville, you and Dr. Pat Holliday. Uh, you'll have the church there. You, uh, you'll preach. You have uh, prayer meetings, uh, doing radio, writing books. Uh, that is full-time for Christ. And uh, God Amen. bless you for your, your labors. Amen. And Pastor Pat is, 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 uh, has always uh, you know, worked hard at, at the ministry, God has given given her powerful ministry, and yes. I just feel honored to be her um, uh, uh, one of one of her spiritual children. I call it because uh, she has many spiritual children. Uh, I I, um, I just feel honored to be a part of the ministry, and for all of these years, and uh, God is has moved mightily in my life through through. Uh, through the ministry, but you know, um, God is just calling people that will put their hand to the plow and help pull in the sickle because the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. And to be a laborer, uh, we must be steadfast in our faith and not be weak um, because, um, in order. We'll be strong if we stay in the Word and do spiritual things and do the things of God. We will continue to be strong in the Word, and we won't be weak. We won't waver. Amen. So um, if we do waver, we have an advocate with the Father who is Jesus Christ, so we can't be too hard on ourselves and let the devil beat us up either. We just have to keep just uh, keep getting up and keep slugging, at the enemy blow by blow. And that's done in the spirit realm, I might add. Because Amen to that. We, can't, <laughs> we can't slug our uh brothers and sisters blow by blow. We have to we have to slug in the spirit realms uh and and um seek God and stay in the spirit of repentance and love because uh the time is short and Jesus is trying to pull in use as many people as he can to pull in that net. Yes, sir. Absolutely. 
it's it's cast on the other side of the boat. So we have to be we we need all the people we can to pull it in. Amen. Amen. I say pick up a sword and uh, start slicing the enemy, folks. A report to the front line and just start hacking away. Because there's plenty of demons out there to work through, and uh, somebody's got to do it. So uh, no better time than the present to get started, because people are bound up out there. They're tied up out there. Um, I got multiple calls today, Pastor Dennis, uh, people needing prayer. I don't know where to turn. Um, Manifestations in their house. um, Thoughts that they can't shake. People being attacked at night. And um, that's one of the subjects for tonight. I know the Lord put on your heart we were going to talk about is... uh, Sexual spirits, uh, a lot of people are being attacked in the night and uh, just can't shake these things. What's going on? Yes, I I do want to talk about, um, you know, uh, Christians and sexual addictions and impurities. Yes. um, Because uh, addictions are something that a lot of Christians, not only sexual addictions, but all type of addictions or something that Christians are having really having a problem with, and it's keeping them from really uh, fully serving the Lord. And in, in order to, to shake an addiction, especially a sexual addiction, a sexual addiction is probably one of the most powerful addictions there are. And in in a lot of instances, it's been likened into uh, crack cocaine. It's called spiritual crack cocaine in in some circles because of the power of it. And um, sexual addictions uh, have been uh, we 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 see it all in the body of Christ right now. We see the the uh, the outcome of the sexual addictions. Things that have been done in darkness uh, have uh, come to light for all to see. And these are addictions that that are driving uh, many leaders, pastors, uh, ministers, uh, political officials, all types and walks of people. Uh, Nobody is is, uh, untouchable of these sexual addictions. And um, when when these things come to light, for instance, you know, there uh, there have been instances where a police car pulls into a driveway and the fender knows why the car is there. You know, um, people in public office being forced to resign because a sheriff's thing exposed or soliciting a minor over the Internet. And these activities are going on right in people's homes. You know, they, they have their uh, computers and... Um, you know, they're in a room by themselves, and they're sitting there, and there's nobody watching them because their wife or their their, their kids or whatever is in bed, and they are sitting there uh, doing what they do on that Internet. And a lot of these sexual addicts and people that are have these addictions especially in the realms of sexual addictions, they have been victims. Some of them have been victims um, when they were growing up, you know, of uh, sexual assault, rape, all kinds of things, uh, generational curses. They have been victims. 
And these spirits, um, spirits cross boundaries. They, they, they know their legal grounds. They know their legal rights. But they have no love with inside of them. They are, they have no love. They're full of evil. They're, they 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 uh, they they execute evil at all times. And so, the only hope for a um, a sexual addict or somebody that is an addict of any type um, is Jesus Christ and the deliverance ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. But you know, Shannon, this um even as I talk about this tonight, there is no way that I could cover everything in one night of of the the realm of sexual addiction and sexual impurities. Is it is a very um deep subject that um that is not talked about in in the in churches. And um, people, for some reason, you know, when you say that three-letter word sex, people get embarrassed sometimes. They get, they get ashamed. They they hide their head. They 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 get edgy, and and it's something that has not talked about in the body of Christ, which, in my opinion, should be talked about. Um, I'm not saying to get graphic about it. And, and make people feel uncomfortable and, you know, and, and get too sexual in your conversation about it. But it needs to be addressed because people have these issues that they're walking around with and these spirits are tormenting them on a daily basis and they don't know how to get rid of them. Yes. And, and, and so um, a sex addict... Um, tells themselves lies they lie to themselves and they they even believe these lies um you know when it's like for instance when the money um you know they spend money on prostitutes when they should be buying um for instance they spend money on prostitutes when they should be buying shoes for their their kids and they justify these things in their own in their own mind, and um, you know there are people that travel in business, um, and their travel decisions are made to accommodate extramarital affairs they're having, rather than the company's interest. For instance, it happens all the time and, uh, in Costa Rica. Costa Rica is one of the uh, Costa Rica and across Tijuana border, one of the world centers of prostitution, and uh, many men. Well, hop on a plane. They'll tell their uh, families, I'm going on a fishing trip. Well, they're going to catch something, all right, and they might catch a uh, disease on their, on, on their way back. But they go to these prostitution centers, and uh, they go in there, and they think they're going to get away with it. And what they do is they blow up their soul. They come back with fragmented Amen. soul. And, uh, Amen. It's destruction to the soul. So... Uh, it's going on. It's it's prevalent. It's widespread. That it is, uh, Shannon. And uh, you know, you mentioned about uh, going, getting on planes and and going overseas. That that same type of thing happens uh, in the realms of child pornography and pedophilia. In pedophilia, a lot of, uh, for instance, we would be surprised at the type of. Uh, people that are trafficking 
in in child pornography and pedoph and pedophilia, and they go over into these countries where they can, um, you know, hire these child prostitutes and and do all kind of wicked and evil things. And and the Lord is is in my opinion is very concerned about this dark, dark, dark corridor. And and see this this darkness has crept into the body of Christ to the level that it is even in the pulpits. You see, and and when it's in the pulpit, and see that and, and people that are sitting in a church, they looking up to the leaders of that church. Some of them are are, are dumb sheep, or most of of us are dumb sheep looking up at the leader for guidance and if that leader is 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 operating is being driven by these sexual demons to the point that they cannot control themselves you know the body of Christ is in trouble so um there is nobody that is exempt from being um, attacked by sexual demons, and you see, the internet has opened up a a, a, um, a whole um, Pandora's box, if you will, of of uh, for for people. And there are people that there are not, you know, that are there are families that are not protecting their children from the internet. You know, even Christian families, they're not protecting their children. They don't have blocks on their computers. They put, uh, they may put uh, their computer in the child's room uh, and where the child is shut up in the room by themselves with a computer. A computer in a household should be out in the open. Amen. Especially if, if you have children. So that when when the child is on that computer, they will the the parent or will be able to come by and see you know the screen exposed, not the screen turned where the child the screen is turned toward the wall where the parent can't see it when they pass by, but it should be where the parent can see the screen when they pass by. And uh, there's there's precautions. There's software that can be put on these computers. So there's precautions that can be taken you know, as a deterrent, because you see nowadays even children are, are, are smart where they can hack and crack all kinds of things on these computers, but at least there will be some type of a deterrent, especially when they're young, and because uh, a lot of them, a lot of uh, young children have been exposed to their parents' activity on the on the Internet. Dennis, By what do you think... Oh, absolutely, you're, what you're saying is the truth. You can go to YouTube and just be um, innocently going there, you know, doing a search on a particular keyword. And, you know, they have all the suggested videos over on the right side, and you'll see all of a sudden something obscene. And a child will look at that. They'll be curious. They click on it, and that opens the door to porn. Um, not, not only children, but adults. And uh, let me ask you a question. Um there's so many scenarios regarding uh, sexual issues and addictions and the spirit of lust. Just talk about it from the ramp. I mean, from the uh, the context of you know people that are married. 
why is it that uh, some people feel compelled to uh, be married and then go and buy pornography? Well, you know, th- there are a lot of uh, things that that the, the they would tell themselves so that that addict that person that's a sexual addict. And reason I use that word addiction is because um, an addiction can be considered as anything that occupies or involves something compulsive or habitual. Okay. Um, something that, that's an unnatural obsession. And that could be anything like shopping, food, alcohol, anything, sports. But right tonight, we're talking about sex. And sometimes that sex is a compulsive, it's a habitual, it's a driving thing, it's an unnatural thing. And so um, they, they in a marriage, if, if we want to talk about that, um, they, uh, the, the husband or the wife may justify their their actions uh, as uh, uh, sexual addictions by saying, uh, you know, things like if if I don't get it every few days, the pressure builds up, and I'm over sex and have to have my needs met, or what he or she doesn't know won't hurt them. See, a lot of people, a lot of people in marriages today are doing things secretly behind the scenes from their mate. For instance, they may be going on the um going on pornography while their mate is in bed. Or the wife may be going on a chat room or or, or using her her webcam to talk to somebody that she's met in, in a particular chat room. And so um you know the 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 uh the wife may think, well, only certain men can turn me on, and my husband's not one of them. Or or the husband may think, well, um, if only my wife would be more responsive. And see, these are all lies of the devil. And so especially in a Christian uh, marriage, and, you, and we would be surprised at how much this stuff goes on within Christian marriages. Because of the lack of knowing the, the the power of the enemy, knowing the schemes and the wiles of the enemy, how he works, and sometimes even people that have known how the enemy works still become victims of 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 the slyness and the slickness of the devil. Because Where would be he? he where would be the first place uh, to look um, for danger areas? Uh, would it be maybe um, something done uh, in, uh, before the person got married, and they they uh, they were looking at porn or pornography or videos, and they never dealt with it? Or uh, could it also be uh, sexual sins of the fathers that are coming down and hitting them, and they're going to need to break uh, these different gateways to, to be looking at? Yes, that well, that's that's in the beginning. That's that's where it starts. Um, generational curses coming down family lines um, that activate through personal sin, or um, you know, the person, as I mentioned earlier, could have been a victim of sexual assault 
or or uh, even rape or even incest or something like that. And that's how those spirits get embedded into the person's um, psyche and personality, see, and, and, and over time, if the spirits are not dealt with, they will begin to weave themselves into that person's personality to the point to where that person will just believe that that's them, that's how they are. They are just promiscuous. They just like sex. They just they are sexual beings that they, and no, that's not the case. The case is that um, the the demonic entities have interweaved themselves into that person's personality to the point that uh, they have become a part of that person, and so the only way to deal with that really is to first find in Jesus Christ. That's the first way, really and truly. It's finding Jesus Christ. Then then being able to to find the power of Jesus Christ, the the, the anointing, the, the, the power that Jesus has to deliver that person. And that person has to see that they have a problem. You see, at most people, it, it, in order for a person to come to Jesus, they're going to have to uh, see that they have a need for Jesus. Then they're going to have to uh, find some way of getting deliverance. Now, I believe that Jesus can deliver somebody outside of a deliverance ministry. I sure. really believe that. Because Jesus is the deliverer. Amen. And we we don't know how Jesus is going to work all the time. We may think we do, but we don't always know how Jesus is going to work. And so J- Jesus can deliver somebody that has a sincere heart and really wants to be delivered. But Jesus does use clay vessels as ministers of the gospel to to uh, just believers, because Jesus said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out demons. So these demons that enter through, uh, for instance, incest or sexual lust or sexual assault or rape or however those spirits entered, they take on, they play out their activity through things like uh, promiscuity, fornication, um, you know, uh, pedophilia, um, uh, all kinds of sexual addictive activities, pornography, to the, they just, those demons play those activities out in their victims' lives over time until at which point that person comes to the revelation knowledge of Jesus Christ and his saving power and his deliverance power. And that is the whole reason that we pray. You know, we pray and intercede so that people that have that that don't know how to get delivered don't think they could ever be delivered don't think they could ever walk out of the darkness that they're in we pray that they can find a place where they can come to get delivered um 
and we pray that Jesus Christ will be able to uh, send workers across their pathway. We yes. pray that they will, um, you know, come to, into conviction that the Holy Spirit and the fire of the Holy Ghost and the convicting power of the Holy Ghost will be so strong on them that they will want to just go and burn all the pornographic material, burn all of their pornographic CDs, burn all of their uh, everything that they have um, they have put up as idolatry. You see, because it becomes idolatry in a person's life. Anything that takes the place of Jesus Christ. And anything that is is put up above Jesus Christ in a Christian's life is is idolatry. And that's who we're talking. That's who I'm speaking about tonight is Christians in sexual addiction and sexual impurities. And there are many Christians that are, are being or involved or they, 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 they were victims and they they have uh, spirits coming to them in the night that are attacking or raping them. But see, sometimes it may not be what they are doing now. It may have it may be something that has manifested them itself within their, um, or it may be something that they're doing now. But you see, um, this these are things that have to be uh, addressed in the spirit realm. And um, sometimes when you just go to the Lord and, and, and just begin to, to seek him about these things and, 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 and pray about them and, and say, Lord, why is this happening to me? And I'm sure, I know some people may be, be saying out there, well, Pastor Dennis, that's easy for you to say. You know, you, you, you're married. You, you seem to have a... a, 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 a you know your 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 life is going well you you have a happy marriage and everything but let me tell you it is not it is a you know the the attack on the christian church is on families is on marriages it is on um tearing up marriages anything that the devil can do to 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 introduce to tear up a marriage he will do it and Amen. one of the ways that he and one of the ways that he does it is through sex, is through promiscuity, is through introducing like a snake. He comes into that the, that marriage, and he 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 in, through a spirit of lust, through a spirit of perversion. You know, there are men that have left their wives for other men. Women that have left their husband for other women. That is how perverse and how wicked the devil works, and that's how wicked he is. Sure is. And, um, and one of these uh, things will open the doors um, for more more worse spirits, folks. I mean, it can happen just as easily as you know. You're sitting in your television room, you're flicking the cable channel, and you see something that catches your eye, and the next thing you do is you're watching uh, Hugh Hefner and the Playboy Channel. Um, on mainstream TV, you know the uh, the reality show. Uh, I forget what it was called. The Girls Next Door, or you're watching uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and the next thing you know, you see people in uh, bathing suits and skimpy underwear. It opens the door, and you start to lust. And then uh, next time you're you're flipping the channel and you see it, 
you don't quickly pass by because you've conditioned yourself to open the door. You you sit there and you watch it. It opens the door for more hardcore things. Uh, definitely television is a big gateway. The Internet is a big gateway. We've got to be on guard. Uh, we've got to stay strong. I uh, I talked to a... I know a man, Pastor Dennis, who was having mm-hmm. marital issues. One day yes. he says to himself, you know, I wish there was uh, a woman that really understood me and would treat me like I wanted to be treated. The devil heard the guy speak this. Be careful what you say, folks. Satan listens. He finds himself in a whorehouse four months later and uh, surrounded by women who um, he didn't need to take any time to get to know. Next thing you know, he he had fallen into adultery and was addicted to prostitution. It can happen just like that. Well, you know, Shannon, one of the main... One of the main ways that I feel nowadays, one of the main gateways that the, that the devil is using is through cyber sex or Internet sex. And um, I, I think another, because people would, would say things like, you know, that it's not real. It's just, it's just... Uh, Web romancing, I've heard the term called. It, it's not really being unfaithful because it's virtual. It's just, it, it's it's uh, on the Internet. And uh, people end up going in these, these chat, Internet chat rooms and, and, and thinking that, oh, well, we're, I'm just having a conversation with this person and end up, you know, the... Spirits work through the Internet. I, I want to tell you uh, something that happened to me in 1995. And um, I was in, I was overseas, stationed overseas, and I had just really gotten introduced to the Internet. And um, I was a Christian. And what it was is I you know, I, I used to just, I love to witness. I love to, to talk about Jesus, you know. So I, th- I thought, well, maybe I'll just go in this chat room and uh, and witness. So I, I call myself doing spiritual warfare before I went into the chat room. and and But I didn't seek the Lord. Before I went in there, I just decided that's what I wanted to do. I just I said, well, I'm going to go into this chat room, you see. And that's just like if, if a Christian says, well, I'm going to go in this bar and I'm going to witness to people. You know, because it, it, it seemed like a noble thing to do, you know. But if God, if, if God doesn't make the way for you to do something, some people make their own way. You see, God has the Lord is the one that makes the way. He is the one that sets it up for us. He sets it up us the door. He opens the doors for us to walk through. And so, I was going into I went into this uh, this chat room, and uh, I was talking about spiritual warfare. It was a uh, Christian chat room, you know. 
And so I was talking about spiritual warfare. I was in there for probably about 30 minutes or so. And so uh, I came out of the chat room and went to bed. Well, as I was laying in my bed, and I wasn't even asleep yet, I looked down the hallway, and I saw this huge spirit coming down the hallway. I mean, it was a huge spirit. And I don't know, I don't play video games, but uh, I have seen what that spirit looked like on the cover of a video game called Diablos. Wow. I don't know if you've ever heard, you've ever heard of that video game called Diablos. Sure. They, they, it, yes. And we know what Diablos means. The devil. It, it means devil. Exactly. But that is what that spirit looked like wow. coming down the hall. And it was saying something to me. It was saying, it said, now that you did this, I'm going to do this. Oh, my goodness. And it said that to me. And um, it attacked me. Not sexual or anything, but it ta- it attacked me spiritually. I can't, I don't know, I, I can't put into words how, but it God protected me. He protected me within that attack. But I always, what I believe the Lord was showing me was that it was sent by somebody in that chat room. It was sent. It was a spirit sent um, to me. And so, you know, these things, um, when you do something for the Lord, when you open your mouth for the Lord and you do it on a mass basis or you do it in, in a place like a chat room or something like that, yes, you have to be ready for retaliation. You see, the devil doesn't play fair. He, if you are doing something and you're trying to get souls and you're talk and, and and say talking about spiritual things and doing spiritual warfare and 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 exposing the lies of the devil and exposing who the devil is, the devil is going to retaliate. You see, and um, um. Amen, and uh, people have got to be on guard, Pastor Dennis. Um, Satan will try to take you down, folks. If you're a man, he can send a woman into your past, or vice versa. Uh, We know of a a man who was doing deliverance overseas, had a powerful ministry, but uh, let his guard down. He finished the service, went back, and got a knock at his door. Opened up the door, and there was a a woman, uh, stark naked, with a... Um, a bathroom robe. Well, the rest is history. He fell. He was not on guard. Uh, Satan will try to take you down with sexual sin, with uh, tempt you with money, tempt you with pride. And uh, he takes out a lot of people that way. And a lot of times, you know, we put ourselves in compromising positions. I remember uh, my grandfather, a pastor, uh, told me, he says, uh, you know, I'm a pastor at church. I get a lot of people, congregation, they need counseling. And he said uh, there was a, uh, you know, many a time I'd get a call and they would want to come meet me up at the church office. But he says, what I learned you got to do is you never put yourself in a compromising situation. You know, if a lady needed uh, ministry, you don't uh, invite them in and close your door. You keep your door open. 
you know, ask someone else there to be a witness. Uh, you've got to stay on guard. Uh, and, and many times we walk right into these traps. I've got you beat by a, a year, Pastor Dennis. In 1994, I was working uh, long um, weekends, pri- part-time private security, and I frankly got bored. And uh, I was working for a uh, company, and I got on the Internet. And next thing you know, I ended up in one of these uh, virtual chat rooms. It was 92, 94. It was early. You know, the Internet had not been out there that long. And uh, next thing you know, I found myself in a compromising situation. I had cyber sex before it became popular. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't actually do the act, but uh, mentally I did, and in a tech situation. And I felt dirty afterwards. And I said, I've just committed Amen. adultery. And a person yes. says, well, what do you mean? It's, doesn't the word say, though, if you lust after a woman in your heart, you've committed adultery? Folks, I committed the sin. I had to repent. And it's just that easy. This was, uh, you know, 16 years ago. How many people are doing that every single day in the, in the cyber world? We know of a man the other day. He's a pastor. He says, uh, Facebook's so interesting. I just had a, you know, I'm married. I had a girlfriend that uh, from 20 years ago contact me. We've been talking back and forth over Facebook. Is that a bad thing? Uh, now he's having some marital issues. Folks, we've got to be on guard. Satan will use any opportunity to attack you. The Internet is definitely a major conduit. Yes, it is, uh, Shannon. And you see, I, I getting back to the chat rooms, I know that a lot of people, because of, for instance, maybe boredom or what have you, are, are resorting to these chat rooms, you know, and a chat room is simply a meeting place for people to, to have live conversations through their computers. And that and alone in itself can become an addiction. Just being in the chat, just going and visiting these chat rooms every night, you know, you're on these chat rooms. You you may not be doing anything wrong, but you're, 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 you can't help it. You've got to go on the... Um, on the chat rooms, and um, you know there is a possibility of coming in contact with even sexual predators. Yeah. And the temptation, um, and there's also the temptation of becoming a deceiver. You know, people. What I mean by that is that some people take on, um, they may uh, take on a female personality when they are a male. Or they may take on a male personality when they're female. That is deception. Yes. That is something that a Christian should not do. You see, so those kind of activities. um, And again, children are the main victims. We should know what a parent, a Christian parent, should know what their child is doing on this this Internet. You know, Internet... uh, uh, the PlayStation, the Xbox games, almost all of them are pornographic. Pornographic are they've got occultic uh, uh, overtones. Uh, and these are these are portals, these are gateways to open up for demonic spirits to come in. Amen. And, and see, not all chat rooms are sexual. I'm not saying all of them are sexual. But frequenting these chat rooms will 
open you up for possible activity that you may not want to be involved in. Like you just said, that guy was talking to somebody on on Facebook and ended up getting into something that he didn't want to get into. He didn't want to be involved in that. And so the chat rooms will also consume large amounts of time and, and see time that could be used for other things like, you know, spending time with with your mate or with your children or with the Lord, uh, you know, not necessarily in that order. But so becoming so hooked, um, people become so hooked on these chat rooms and, and, and Internet that they they will stop talking to their families. And, Amen. And, and uh, marry, you know meet people outside of their marriages eventually and have affairs, you know, leave their children and their families, it just snowballs into something that you don't want it to snowball into. And, you know, there are roots. We were talking about those roots, you know, the roots of, of um, we talked about, um, you know, incest, sexual assault, rape, yes. uh those things where those spirits become embedded. And if a person finds themselves in the Internet, it's just one, you use the word conduit, of opening up a way for those spirits to express themselves. And so this, those spirits will express themselves through this type of activity. You, there, there are approximately 60,000 pornographic websites on the internet in, in addition to many free sites that charge a, a, a fee and they are doing one billion dollars worth of business a year and that's about 20 percent of the total business being done on the web so um that is uh craigslist main source of revenue is uh escort services and real estate. Wow. That's how they uh, wow. subsidize it. Uh, it's a dirty underbelly. And these are just um, conduits, um, music videos. Uh, how can, can you watch a music video these days that does not have sexual innuendos? And you watch it, you're, you're brought in by the music. Next thing you know, you're watching it and you're, uh, you know, they're playing and they're in a, uh, a bar scene. You've got, you know, scantily dressed people. Uh, you know, sexual innuendo, and you just get pulled into it. Uh, I believe that you're looking at it. The demon comes right through the eye gateway. Uh, movies? Amen. Uh, I don't know hardly any movie that doesn't have sex in it in one form or another. Uh, you open up the door, you walk out of there with a sexual lust spirit. Um, so many different gateways, you know, conduits for these demonic spirits to come in. We've got to guard ourselves because uh, we're getting contaminated. Let me... Um, we're doing a broad stroke here. Let me jump over and ask you to um, address another issue. There are people out there uh, that are married, they're Christian, and uh, they're having uh, problems. Maybe they say their mate's unresponsive or, you know, uh, they don't have intimacy. Uh, maybe they haven't had relations in a long time. Maybe uh, mm -hmm. they they abhor being around their mate. Um, how do you deal with that issue? Because if you don't come to grasp with it, um, then that opens the door for someone to say, well, if I'm not getting love at home, I'll go find it somewhere else. 
Uh, are these exactly. uh, demonic spirits that oftentimes operate in people? I mean, we hear the term frigidity. Uh, you know, some people uh, cannot enjoy intimacy, something that God created. Uh, is that Does that have its root in a demonic spirit? Yes, and uh, one that we call, one that I know of that we, we deal with a lot is called Asmodeus. And um, Asmodeus is a marriage-breaking spirit. Its its thing is to break up a marriage, to, to, to separate it. And the wife uh, will have a spiritual husband at times, oh. uh, things like that. And so, uh, you know, Yes, that is an issue. That is an issue that we've dealt with in the deliverance ministry. And unless that married couple gets deliverance, unless Jesus intervenes, there will be no peace in that home. There, there will not be any peace, and they will live separate. They, they will always, they will be in the same house, but they will not be together. Okay, let me ask you a question. Is it possible that uh, there could be people listening out there right now which say, you know, uh, I'm not cheating on my husband or I'm not cheating on my wife or a man, but you know what? Uh, we haven't had relations in years. Um, you know, we don't we don't enjoy being together. I'd rather spend time by myself because when we're together, um, there's a problem. Uh, is it possible that people... Uh, had premarital sex and lived a promiscuous life, and they've destroyed parts of their soul. They've blown it up to where they're so fragmented that uh, they have no capacity to love, and they really want to love, but uh, they can't explain why they feel the way they do. Yes, these these are just there's spirits that need to be cast out, and um, you know people bring these spirits over into their marriage, and um, you know don't know how to deal with them. And there, there are some marriages all over the country like that when all it is is just an, an, an issue of of um, coming to Jesus, repenting, renouncing, and then getting the spirits cast out, and then walking in that deliverance. I'm not saying after the deliverance is going to be a bed of roses. No, you still have to learn start all over and learn how to love each other and learn how to walk as a married couple because once those spirits are gone, you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. I mean, so, God created yes. the uh, man and woman to be one flesh. It's undeniable. God created Satan. Amen. Satan always Amen. takes the, the genuine article and perverts it. You know, he took uh, took the guitar and you know, I love the electric guitar, but unfortunately, um, it's been perverted, and there's most of the the good guitar players are working for Satan. But yet, do we let the Satan have the electric guitar? Absolutely not. It can be used for the Lord. In fact, I know you can play great guitar, by the way. <laughs> Amen. You know, I just got myself. A, I just got a new one too. Praise God. Really? I just, oh my goodness. I, I just got uh, the Lord just let me get a, a tailor. Oh man, and that's that awesome. gets—it is awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. I played it Sunday. I couldn't believe the sound that was coming out of that guitar, Shannon. It was Pastor, unbelievable. Uh, it was great. Dennis is a musician, and if you get into Jacksonville, you got to go to Miracle Church. I mean, that's awesome music over there. But you know, Pastor Dennis, uh, Satan has always tried to corrupt things. He's corrupted sex in the in the home. And um, you know, why are we talking about this, folks? Because uh, 
because we're hitting home tonight. I see the responses in the chat room right now. People are dealing with this very subject that we're dealing with at home. And if you don't look at it honestly and look at what the root causes are and, and have a solution for it, which we're going to bring out tonight, then uh, you're just setting yourself up for the inevitable, and that is uh, you're putting a splinter in your relationship, and Satan will use that as a foothold to wiggle in, and then the next thing you know, you're going to be in a compromising situation that he's set up, and uh, you're tempted with adultery, and you say, well, what the heck? I might as well. I'm not uh, happy at home. Uh, or you start to ask yourself, is there something better than I have in my uh, marriage bed? And uh, it was meant to be great, but, uh, you know, Satan um, destroys homes. So the very thing that we're talking about tonight. Uh, so what would be your advice, Pastor Dennis, to people out there that are, you know, having marital issues right now? Um, where should they look at for some healing? Is it possible that uh, they need to, to see their soul restored so they can love again? Well, we always invite them to come over to Miracle. And uh, we to our church, and uh, we've had couples to come um, from from different states to come over to just to you know because they heard of us through um, Miracle Internet Church. They they drive over to the church, and and we we've, we've sat and delivered them, and um, you know it's just the beginning for them. A deliverance, uh, Shannon, is always just the beginning, and. Um, a, a couple that that's having those type of problems, they must deliverance is the only answer. It's one of the answers. It's not the only answer. It's one of the answers. Yes. But then yes. they have they the couple still has to come together and and rectify the issue and and, and not let the thing come back. You know, because it can it can you know happen all over again. What do you so, recommend uh, for, for someone that uh, is married, okay, and they, they live pretty loose uh, before they got married? They uh, they had a lot of, um, you know, fornication going on. Uh, they sowed their mm -hmm. wild oats. Um, mm -hmm. Getting married doesn't, uh, doesn't basically uh, put an end to all the damage that they've done. Uh, they have to deal with that, don't they? Uh, how can they uh, repair that fragmented soul that they're, they've ended up with? Amen. That that's a that's another deliverance issue. Um they they have to get deliverance. Um those spirits will be there. I mean and when they become a Christian, those spirits I, I can't God does deliver people, Shannon. You know, when they become I don't know how he does it or why he does it. Some people become Christians and they get deliverance whereas other Christians they have to seek deliverance and and walk it out day by day and walk it out and walk it out. Some people get deliverance without going to a deliverance minister, and they never have an issue with that again but there's um you know there's something in a Christian's life that they're gonna have to meet and deal with because Paul told Timothy to fight the good fight of faith. there's nobody. No Christian on this earth is going to sail through this life like it's butter. We're always going to have to deal with the enemy until we, until we meet Jesus face to face. Face, but yes, a person that has had a promiscuous life—that's part of the, of the deliverance process. 
that they they have to get deliverance from those um, spirits that have come in through uh, multiple partners and uh, fragmented soul, uh, as you called it. But um, but but you know Jesus um, Jesus is able to do. A, a lot of things, but the whole thing that I'm talking about this tonight is about is because it's it's something that I feel, and I haven't seen it talked about too much in the open in the body of Christ. And when it comes out in the open, people will be more apt to 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 um, want to get freedom from it because they will see that other people have the same problems as they do. And they, you know, they won't. Some people I believe, don't know that. I believe that God can heal relationships. Um, I was talking to uh, someone just this week, and they mm-hmm. said, uh, I'm not in love with my wife. I said, What do you mean? I just, I don't know. I just don't, I don't think I love her. Mm-hmm. And um, I think uh, there's many people who have went through that at some point in their life. They're, they're questioning, did I make the right decision? Uh, I don't know. It was great when it started out. Now I don't know if I love them. Uh, I don't know if there's something better. Should I get divorced? Uh, well, you know, would God forgive me? Uh, you know, my pastor says uh, it's okay uh, get divorced because uh, that wasn't the one God intended you to have in the beginning. I believe that's hogwash right there. I believe, you know, don't get married if if you're planning on uh, divorce. You know, you get married and see it to the end. Unfortunately, I have been divorced. And uh, I will tell you that uh, there's a generational curse that came down at least five generations as far as I can count back, and I had to break it. Um, but it's terrible. It has ramifications. I had a child involved. And uh, it's terrible. It's destructive. I, I came from a divorced family myself, Pastor Dennis. My parents divorced when I was eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you, that just seems to be the norm today. And that's uh, not what God intended. And what am I saying here? I'm saying that, uh, you know, the uh, the impulse today is, oh, well, you know, it's not working out. We'll just cut our losses and go. But, uh, you know, to uh, to divorce outside of uh, adultery or pornea, you know, folks, you're going to pay a price. I had to pay a price. The point I'm making here is um, there's got to be some hope here. Is God not able to heal people's heart and put a love in them? Uh, could it be the, a demonic spirit that's uh, lying to them and is trying to contort their mind and make them feel like uh, you know their spouse doesn't love them? Or uh, could it be a spirit of lust that's rearing up in them, making them think you know you can have it better than you have now? I mean, how do you deal with that? What what would be your advice to someone listening right now that says uh, I'm contemplating divorce? It's just not working out in the in the marriage bed. Can God well, uh, solve it and give them a love for their spouse? He sure can, Shannon. And a lot of it is just teaching, Shannon. A lot of a lot of Christians don't understand about you know how sex sexual spirits, for instance, work. How they operate. For instance, we were talking about how that you know, somebody gets. Um, you know, was molested as a child, how a spirit could enter and embed itself in their personality and cause some kind of perverse activity in their lives on down the line. Yes. A lot of people don't understand that. They don't they don't understand, oh, okay, that's why 
I'm I'm like that. That's why I've been like that. They think it's just them, and they don't put it on the devil. See, and the devil, you know, a lot of people like to say are victims. They they were child. They were children when this kind of thing happened to them, and they were victims. Yes, and Absolutely. so they that. Yes, and so it it plays itself out in the person's life. So the devil comes in, in those, like we spoke of Asmodeus, he'll come and he won't allow them to have a partner or he won't allow them to, uh, that person to be happy in a marriage. He will try to break up a marriage and all kinds of spirits, it is demonic entities that operate to keep God's plan from coming to force in the person's life. Amen. And, and uh, uh, I think that a part of the issue could be, uh, you know, a person um, isn't um, looking at maybe the fact that they have some ungodly soul ties with some other people that is taking some of their love. You know, it's like a, you know, it's like an umbilical cord. Uh, it's robbing mm-hmm. them of the love that should be meant for their their uh, their spouse. They need to cut those, ask God to forgive mm-hmm. them, burn them in Jesus' name, those those ungodly soul ties, and ask God to loose the angels to restore the soul and bring back those fragmented soul ties. Maybe they've had 25 partners over their life. And uh, they've got 25, 25 soul ties draining the love that was meant for their, their current spouse. No wonder they don't have the capacity to love. <laughs> They're Amen. shot out, of, so to speak. You know, they're a Swiss cheese. It's like that bovine virus that would get in through the meat, and they would take X-rays of you know the brains, and it had all these uh-huh. holes in it. Uh, wow! I, I like the term. You know, people blowing up their souls. You know, right? Uh, can you take a prostitute, as it says in the Word? Do you not know that you both become one flesh? Can you take fire into your bosom and not get burned? And maybe a Amen. person has gotten weak, and they went out and committed sin on the side, and They've committed adultery. Now they've created an ungodly soul tie, and they come back, and now they're not all there. And the other thing is some people just have a hard time in the instance that you were just talking about. Um, they have a hard time forgiving themselves, you see. Yes. And, and God can forgive them, and God will forgive them. That's why the blood of Jesus was shed Amen. for forgiveness. And some people just think that they can never be forgiven. They've done, they feel so guilty, they feel so bad that they feel that they can never be forgiven. And that's where, the, um, you know, that has to be ministered also. But, you know, in a lot of instances, especially with dealing with um, this subject we're talking about, there are, you know, more than just one setting of deliverance. This is a type of deliverance that comes off in like onions and layers. And you know, I say I call I said onions, but it comes off in layers. And um, that's how deliverance really, uh, in a lot of instances, works. You get deliverance, and you walk that deliverance out. Then you get that's what a deliverance church really is about. You know, you come I'm not here, you come Pastor Dennis, uh, to criticize anybody with my statement about divorce. I just want to 
be clear to that to you out there, folks. I'm not be trying to be hypocrite here. I have been divorced. And I'm not proud of it. And unfortunately, if you took a took a poll, most of the Christian church has been involved in it at one time or another. Uh, it's a sad situation, and uh, I believe the Lord does forgive. But uh, if you're contemplating it, you want to be very careful about that. Make sure you've got the legal grounds to do it, because there are uh, there are consequences. It's unfortunate, and I think oftentimes, Pastor Dennis, people will be in the midst of trouble, and if uh, they would have gotten some deliverance and some counseling uh, and worked on some of the issues that are tearing down the marriage, they could have saved it. But um, well, yeah, God, people um, get the, get the divorce now just um, for just having an argument. You know, they have an argument, a big argument, and they say, well, I want a divorce. You know, that's how easy it has been. That's how easy it is to get a divorce nowadays. But the Bible talks about, you know, uh, the only real grounds for divorce is is uh, infidelity. That's right. Uh, you know, to, to your mate. And... Um, I believe if if if, you're, if a mate is really uh, mentally torturing, or say for instance trying to expose the other mate to pornography, or trying to you know push their will, I believe that can be a grounds as well too. But you see, um, just just because you don't like how the other person looks or what they're doing or whatever. There's, there's so many frivolous things that people are getting divorced for and talking about divorce. But you see, the whole root of it is is something that is that has to be dealt with in each uh, person's life in that couple. In that marriage, there's two people. And both of those people bring issues into that marriage. Okay, and through and when in in the deliverance ministry, when that when those that couple comes into the deliverance ministry, the Lord begins to deal in those people's hearts, and and he starts to uncover things that has happened in their lives, and he starts to deliver them um, separately, yes, and as a couple. You see, because married people, uh, married couples can get deliverance as a couple, and they can get deliverance separately. So Amen. God has to God has to deal. You're, you're two people and one flesh, but you're still two separate people that have a mind to think on your own, um, and 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 you know to function on your own. But you're you're one flesh in the spirit. Amen. So. Uh, God has to deal. God, that's what's that's the value of a deliverance church. Because you see, some people, you know, they may drive for God can do something in one sitting of deliverance, but after that deliverance session, of what I've seen and what I've experienced over the years since I've been in the deliverance ministry, people have to be taught to what's going on in the spirit realm so they can stay free, so they can learn how to fight. So they can learn how to do spiritual warfare and fight for themselves and learn how to walk out that deliverance and learn the the, the, the minds the the, the uh in, in the spirit realm. So there's a a learning process that has to go on in conjunction with the deliverance ministry. And and, and so as a couple, if we were talking about a married couple, 
that couple has to learn how to pray together. They have to learn how to fast together. They have to learn how to be forgiving of one another and all kinds of things. See, because some couples, there uh, one one, you know, you always hear the thing of fifty fifty, but I think it should be a hundred hundred. Amen. You know. Because if it is that way, then the, one or the other is going to be running to each other saying, I'm sorry, uh, what can I do for you? It's going to be 100% giving, you see. And um, so, yes, I, the ideal, I see one comment, you know, deliverance before marriage, That that, that that's the ideal. That would be ideal. But unfortunately, because of the... Uh, the lack of the deliverance ministry in the body of Christ in, in most instances, uh, Shannon, um, that's not the case. But uh, deliverance is a valid part of restoring a marriage, but it's just one step in it. Yes, amen. because a lot of times, because one, a lot of times when when a, when a married couple gets deliverance. They have to learn how to fight in the spirit room because, you see, the devil doesn't give up without a fight. That's right. Once those spirits come out, the, Jesus said they go to the dry places seeking rest and finding none. They say, I will return. But, see, they return to, to, to fight, see, for their place. And so if the Christian doesn't know how to to speak the name of Jesus, doesn't know how to, uh, Matthew 18, 18, doesn't know anything, then, the, then yes, I don't believe that the devil can just come back that easy. I believe Jesus is all-powerful and all-knowing. He's able to protect. But the Bible does say that he the, 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 the Spirit will return to bring seven worse. So the the believer must know when a person gets deliverance, they must know that they have to do their part to fill themselves up with the Word of God, to to walk as close to the Lord as they can, and to 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 be open to be uh, ready to receive more deliverance throughout their walk with Jesus on this earth. Because you see, Amen. just one section of deliverance down the line, something else could manifest that was there. It could oh, yeah. be what was it, it could be what was already there, or it could be something new. So this is it's is is more. It's not that it's complicated, but we have to do it God's way. And and God's way is is really seeking His face, seeking who Jesus is, getting into the Word, being humble, having a humble spirit. Amen. And especially in a marriage, a marriage has to be the most give and take situation there is. You have to have humility in a marriage, and there has to be the the Holy Ghost has to be the head of that marriage. Because um, because uh, the devil is always trying to launch an attack, and see if he can get it. If if the spirits inside of those people 
can just be battling all the time in that house, the devil, he don't have to worry about that situation. It's just going to self-destruct unless Jesus comes in and gets involved. And it's through the deliverance ministry. I believe that is one of the is key in teaching. Amen. And it's uh, it's a process, folks. Um, it's a process. You know, some people Amen. think they're they're going to get prayed for one time and uh, and then go back to the way they were living before. It doesn't work that way. If uh, if you get set free, you certainly don't want to open that doorway to sin again. Uh, are you just begging for trouble? And uh, you know, deliverance is not a license to go back and then live how you want. It's not like uh, you know you've destroyed your body your whole life with cigarette smokes, and then you get a uh, you get a transplant, or I mean, with alcohol, which, whichever, but organ part that is, you know, they get the the transplant from, right? And then you say, oh, I've got a I've got a new one now. I'm going to go and uh, pick it up again. Uh, no, that's not the point. The, the, the point is, uh, we can be set free. Uh, we've got to know how to stay set free, repent of the sin, not open up these gateways again, and then uh, that's only the beginning. Uh, we've got demons lurking at us that are like great white sharks lurking at the bottom, just waiting for an opportunity to surface when you least expect it. And uh, I like what David said, you know, Lord, search my heart. I ask God to shine a light of the Holy Spirit on me and, you know, let the Shekinah Gourd go in and illuminate my soul and reveal any foul spirits and ask God to start revealing uh, other gateways I need to close and demons I need to get set free of. And, uh, you know, I don't believe that... uh, we, we give up on deliverance. I think we, we keep seeking until we meet the Lord. But I, I think that as you get set free, you can uh, regain uh, control of your life uh, in areas that uh, have just, you know, the enemy has just been running hog wild with. And, uh, you know, we can have our minds and souls restored. We can think clearer. We can uh, be victorious. And uh, it's like going to the gym. It's a process, you know. If you've got 50 pounds to lose, you won't lose it hitting the treadmill the first day. But as you, you you keep doing it and you stick with it, after six weeks, you know, you start to see a little bit of a difference. And you keep going and you start getting closer to your goal. In this case, get totally set free. Because a lot of us have a lot of um, emotional baggage. Uh, I mean, generational baggage, rather. Stuff coming down the family lines we weren't even aware of. Generational curses. You know, ungodly soul ties. Uh, sin gateways. Um that we've got to deal with. And, you know, I think that if God uh, were to reveal them all to us and we would get total deliverance, it might kill us. <laughs> As one guy said, you know, he, he only give us what we can handle bit by bit. Thank God he has mercy and he does it with love. And um, we can be set free. And so if you ha- you're being attacked by sexual spirits, you can be set free of them. You can see your relationship healed. Um don't need jerk at the first sign of trouble and throw in the towel. You got to work. Amen. It. And it, you know the, and the see, Lord's able. Go ahead. This this thing of sexual addiction, it's not easy to get free of. See, it's not an easy peasy thing. It, it they will a, a person that is is under those sex driving perverse spirits. Sex and more people are under those spirits than they they realize. See that term sexual addiction sounds really, really powerful, but really a lot of people are under that term and don't really under that, and they don't even realize they're under it. See, 
because see what happens with a a sex addict too when their um, sexual fantasy creates a powerful chemical in the brain too, and it gives off a, a temporary relief of feelings of of pain, a pain of loneliness, anger, anxiety, and depression. Things um, which are spirits. I re- I believe they're spirits, but they're these. This uh, chemical that's released in the brain um, is... Maybe dopamine? Yes. I believe that's the chemical that's released. And so um, that is part of the addiction in itself, see. And so uh, it's not going to be an easy thing to get off of and get... Just like I've seen over the years, uh, Shannon... We've seen uh, crack addicts come through the ministry. Just you know, they were addicted to crack cocaine, and we see the Lord. You know, they will throw up buckets of stuff. They will get deliverance, and right there in front of us. But you see, unless they separate themselves from their previous company and pull themselves away from the things that they were doing before. It's just inevitable that they're going to be hooked right back into it again. So the the will of a person comes into play in deliverance. The, the will has to be strong, God, and, 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 and the person has to listen to the minister almost like it's their parent, I mean, like it's their guardian almost. Especially somebody that's on, on you know, in deep perversions and, and drug addictions and stuff like that. They must listen to that minister and that, that, that's ministering to them. They must listen to them. Every single thing that that minister tells them to do, they have to do it. They have to do it in order to progress in their freedom. Because that first initial d- dose of deliverance is a beginning for them in most instances where they will have to go through several uh, teachings plus deliverance sessions in order to be able to stand up and walk on their own and be able to to stand strong as a warrior. Because when they first get in deliverance, they're not in any position to fight, see? And that's where the ministry of intercession is so needed in the body of Christ. Yes. It's like a, one, a one-legged man, you know. you you got to have not only that deliverance ministry, but you've got to have that intercessory prayer ministry following right behind it. Because that person that gets deliverance, they are little babies. They know nothing. Jesus is powerful in their lives. They can sometimes quote one scripture and see the demons flee. But yes. at the same time, they they will have to know that they know they can make that devil flee. You see, that's Amen. why some people that's why some people that were so enslaved and entrapped in deep darkness, and they come out of that darkness, make some of the most powerful deliverance ministers. Amen. Uh, because we, we've got a uh, we got a, a question here in the chat room. Um, did the devil make me do it? No, folks. Your your free will, okay, governs what you're going to do. Satan will tempt you. God doesn't tempt people. In fact, uh, 
prayer is lead me not into temptation. It's Satan that comes and tempts man. Correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor Dennis. And my point here I'm making here is Satan will set up a circumstance for you, and you've got to strong. You've got to resist the devil and flee. You've got to be like Joseph when Potiphar's wife came in and he was in a compromising situation. He had to drop his towel and run. Whoever it took, if he had stayed there, he could have succumbed. The point is, is uh, you don't want to put yourself in these situations. You don't want to say, well, you know, uh, this lady's a really hot-looking woman, or he's a real handsome man, and, you know, they're not saved, and, you know, I like dating them, and I'm going to, you know, go with them anyway because maybe I can lead them to the Lord. We know people that have done that. And the next thing you know, they got, uh, they got married, their spouse never came to the Lord, and they backslid. Or, yeah, you know, I'm going to go into this bar and, you know, maybe try to witness. You better be very careful. You can be in there, and the demonic spirits can jump off on you, and you get overwhelmed. The next thing you know, you, you're in a compromising situation. You've got to flee from the appearance of evil, and you've got to understand that these temptations are coming from Satan, and they're very powerful. You can't say, oh, you know, I'm uh, the man of steel. Nothing can affect me. No, you hang around. It'll wear on you. You, you, know, you put yourself in these situations, letting these images come into your mind through the TV, through the music, through the Internet porn, through ungodly company, surrounding yourself with, you know, with people that uh, are not living for the Lord. And the next thing you know, Satan's planted a seed, and you're attacked by this spirit of lust. Now, you make the decision to some, succumb to it, but that lust, snake chaser, is an actual demon. It comes in. We've cast him out. The spirit was called lust. We cast one out of a, a guy a few weeks ago. Very powerful demon. And he has friends. He'll open the door for homosexuality, bestiality, pedophilia, all types of sexual sin, incubus, succubus, asmodeus. These are foul spirits. And they come in through sin gateways. So they are actual demons. You made the choice to sin. They come in, and now you've got a problem on your hands. Okay? And you can be in some very bad shape. You're going to have to repent, and you're going to have to get deliverance and cast the spirit of lust out. Because now you've got a a resonant that has taken place up in your, your body. It's it's new host. Go ahead and take it back, Pastor. Amen. And um you're right, you're right, Shannon. That lust is a spirit and you see, it's not some Jesus showed us in the wilderness that the devil cannot make us do anything. You see, and that's when he was in the wilderness and the devil came to him. The Bible said the devil came to tempt him. And we, we all know that Jesus moved under the power of the Holy Spirit as a man, but he was Jesus. But we know also well, when he came to this earth, it was to show us how to live and be an example for us. So when the devil came to tempt him, he used the word of God against the devil to make him flee. So that was showing that was given an illustration right there that the devil could not make Jesus do anything and he can't make us do anything either. We he only the devil only has the power on a person that we give him and normally a human a human being will give the devil that power gradually. It will happen over a period of time, you see. It might not happen all in one day. It will happen over a period of time till a person arrives at a point to where they are bound 
by the power of they come up under. Paul said, I will not come up under the power of anything. So over a period of time, the person can find themselves bound up by what we were talking about here, these sexual demons and this these sexual impurities to the point that they will realize, oh, no, what have I gotten myself into? Amen. Uh, and then, and <laughs> then people are in a really bad situation. Uh, many of the exactly. people listening have found themselves in these situations at one time or the next. Uh, I thank God for Pastor Dennis. Pastor uh, Dr. Pat Holliday, the handful of deliverance ministers out there that are speaking the truth, that uh, demons are real, the hosts of hell are real. Okay, this is not a figment of your imagination. Uh, If you open the doorway, there is going to be a literal change occurring inside of you. You're going to have foul spirits taking up residence because you have given them permission to come in. Or they've come down through sins of the Father, generational curses. Maybe they've come in through trauma. Uh, as is the case with a lot of the homosexual spirits. You're not born a homosexual, folks. It either came in through trauma, okay, a rape, in, you know, incest, or it came down the generational line, or it came in through music. We know people that uh, had homo spirits cast out of them because of uh, listening to Elton John music much of their life. My point is, these are foul spirits. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're not born a pervert, okay? The door has been opened up, and a lust demon is in resident in your home. And that's a very powerful one. And, you know, we've got 30 minutes remaining. How about uh, a mass deliverance? And um, Let's see if some people can get some set free of some of these foul spirits tonight. Clear some of the underbrush, so to speak. Amen, uh, amen uh, Shannon. Um, and I'm sorry that we didn't, uh, we didn't take a break. Uh, I apologize. This got so good, I just kept on going, didn't look at the clock. Uh, if you're just tuning in... Uh, Pastor Dennis Williams' website is castingoutdemons.org. And uh, Pastor Dennis, if someone wanted to email you, is there an email contact they can reach you at? Yes, they can uh, email me at loveofjesus at castingoutdemons.org. Yes. Okay, praise God. Um, Let's see, we have about 30 minutes remaining. Would you like to uh, take the remaining time and do a, um, a deliverance prayer? Sure, we can do that. I I just like to call the attention in the um in the chat room uh, to to uh, people listening, and also I just like to thank all the listeners in in the chat room and for your your uh, scriptures and things that you have been uh, putting out there, and also the uh, the listeners that have listened tonight. I hope God was able to do something. Um, to uh, open your eyes on a couple of things by the Holy Spirit. I hope the whole, I, I just pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to work um, after this show tonight. But first, before we get into uh, deliverance, I, I just want to uh, go ahead and lead everybody in the prayer of salvation. Yes. And if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, you're not sure about your salvation, or you just want to be close with the Lord again, you feel that you've uh, gone a little bit cold towards him, just repeat after me. Yes. Uh, Father, it is written in your word that if I confess 
with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in my heart that you have raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. Therefore, Father, I confess that Jesus is my Lord. I make him Lord of my life right now. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead. I renounce my past life with Satan and close the door to any of his devices. Forgive me of all those sins, Lord, and the sins of my forefathers. I also forgive anyone that has ever wronged me or hurt me in any way. I also forgive myself, Lord. I ask you, Lord, to fill me with the Holy Spirit so that I may speak in a heavenly language to you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And, uh, you know, Pastor Dennis, uh, before you take the mic and do the uh, the deliverance prayer, uh, it came to mind also a special prayer request. Could we also pray for um, Dr. Pat Holliday tonight? I got an email from her that uh, she has been under a, a viral attack or uh, an infection down in the chest, has been trying to, uh, to attack her. It started with a uh, cold, and I know the enemy is just trying to slow her down. She's been a, uh, a pioneer in deliverance for so many years and uh, just doing tireless work for the Lord. Um, could we lift her up in prayer tonight? Yes, I'd be glad to. I did know that, and and um, but Father, in the name of Jesus, yes, we stand right now. I stand with with Shannon and yes, all Lord. the listeners in the chat room, and everybody listening at the sound of my voice. Sister Christian and loves the Lord Jesus yes, Christ. Lord. We stand in agreement right now in the name of Jesus against every evil foe, every demonic stronghold, power, principality, ruler of darkness that is coming against. Uh, uh, Pastor Pat, in Jesus' name. Father, just as you sent the angels in the Garden of Gethsemane, please send the angels of God, ministering angels, to minister to Pastor Pat in Jesus' name. We command any spirits that have come to invade her body to get out now in Jesus' name, to get out of her house right now, to get from around her totally in the name of Jesus' We send you to the feet of Jesus to be tormented. We send you to the abyss right now in Jesus' name for trespassing in the name of Jesus. You are a liar. You are a thief. You've come to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, Lord, we loose the power of the Holy Ghost, the fire of the Holy Ghost, the restoration of the Holy Spirit around my pastor in the name of Jesus. Lord, we love her. We thank you for your anointing that you've placed on her life and for all, all her tireless work and all her steadfastness, Lord, and the love of God that's shed abroad in her heart by the Holy Ghost. We thank you for her work, Lord, and we believe in that it is, will be perpetual, that it will continue, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you, Lord. We loose the praising angels around her, too, yes, right now to praise the Lord in her room. Lord, give her rest as she lays her head on the pillow. Any demonic entities speaking into or, or, or lurking around our home, Father, we ask you to send the angels of God with chains and fetters to bind them up right now in the name of Jesus. 
Yes. And we send to the feet of Jesus to be tormented for their time. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We praise you in Jesus' name for all that you're doing. We thank you, Lord. We praise you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, I want I want to uh, lead uh, everybody in this short renunciation prayer in the name of Jesus, and then we'll go. Uh, I'll call out some spirits, and um, and and I'm sure Shannon's going to help me um, with this. So um, I'm going to do this renunciation prayer, Satan. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And uh, I want you listeners to be saying this with me in the name of Jesus. Satan, I rebuke you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I am closing the doors which I or my ancestors may have opened to you and your demons concerning sexual addiction. I renounce Satan and all his demons. I declare them to be my enemies and I want them out of my life completely. I forgive anyone that has ever harmed or hurt me in the name of Jesus. I renounce all trauma in my life in the name of Jesus. I renounce all uh, rape and sexual assault and incest in my life in Jesus' name. And in the name of Jesus, I now claim deliverance from any and all evil spirits which may be in or around me once and for all, I close the door in my life to all sex addictive behavior, in the, including masturbation, and command all connected and related spirits to leave me now. All doors the enemy had in my life. I proclaim the blood of Jesus upon these doors and gateways of the devil in Jesus Christ's holy and precious name. Amen. Now, as I call the spirits out, all you need to do as a Christian, you have confessed Jesus as your Lord. As I call these, these spirits out, all you need to do is participate by blowing them out. Breathe them out, coughing them out, and if you have to throw up, don't stop yourself from throwing up. Don't stop yourself from throwing up. Throw up in Jesus' name, yes. and you will give freedom in the name of Jesus, the blood. I, in Jesus' name, all relationships, all ungodly relationships, we break the soul ties right now in the name of Jesus. We break them right now. In Jesus' name, we cut and sever all ungodly soul ties right now in the name of Jesus. Every uh, witchcraft and demonic soul ties, we break the power of Who's the witch. Come out of the people of God we right break Jesus the name. power of the witch in the name of Jesus. We break the powers of potions right now in the Who's name of Jesus. All coven activity 
in the name of Jesus. We break it and command you to go now. We go now in Jesus, Jesus Christ's name. Inordinate affection, unnatural and restrained passions and lust. Come on, Come right on. now in Jesus' name. Pro promoting or partaking of that which produces lewd emotions uh, and fosters sexual sin and lust. Filthy communication. Obscene and Come filthy right language. Now. spirits. Conversations and jokes. Lewd and obscene music. Poetry, literature, you, are out. You foul spirits. Pornography. Out of the name of Jesus. Acts of sodomy, adultery, immorality, fornication, masturbation, Come out in oral Jesus sex, effeminacy, and homosexuality. Come out in Jesus' Affection name. for an attachment to philosophies, religions, and lifestyles. We rebuke you. Glorify, promote, and condone sexual conduct. In thought, word, and deed, contrary to the Bible. Come out right now and go in the cage in Jesus' name. Sexual occult involvement, both known and unknown, by you or your ancestors. Expression of these philosophies, religions, and lifestyles in art, literature, mass media, and public practices and attitudes in Jesus' name. In the name right of now. Jesus, our spirits, we bind you. Be weakened in Jesus. Yes, come out right now. In the, the name of Jesus, spirits, and we command the the families of demonic soul ties, fragmented soul, sexual lust, selfishness, sex with demons, come out in Jesus' name. Pornography, sexual sins, sexually transmitted diseases, spirits, dysfunctions. And, and all injuries that came through um, uh, traumas, that came through rape, that came through sexual assault, Come all injuries to the body. In the Come name of Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> all curses right now that came through those things, go now in Jesus' name. Uh, blood covenants, uh, promises, allegiances. Uh, inordinate affections. Come out in Jesus' uh, Carnal and voluptuous senses and appetites. Lust. Spirits. Loose them and let them go in Jesus' Osmodius. Find you. Um, we command you to go right now. Those, Come out in uh, Jesus' Other spirits that, uh, those other, I can't call the name, incubus and succubus. succubus. We command you to you. go. Come out. Jesus in the name. name of Jesus. Fantasy lust. Worship of sex, lustfulness, vain imagination, unrestrained passions and lust, sex dreams, burnings with lust. In the name of Jesus, go now. Spirit husband and spirit wife, we rebuke you. Come out in the name of Jesus and get in the cage. Yes, in Jesus, sexual idolatry, in the name of Jesus, we command you to go in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus, abused child, we command you to come out, the abused child, in the name of Jesus, beating, discontentment, covetousness, dejection, uh, rejection, spirit of rejection, stealing, compromise, guilt, shame, loose him and let him go. Suicide. Come out in Jesus. Depression. 
sexual impurity. All the way out. Come out in Jesus' name. In incoherence. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You have no choice but to leave. Rape. Come out. In In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. The blood is against you. Frigidity. Manic depression. Sadness. Defeated. Daydream, paranoia, fantasizing about sex. Let go of the fantasizing. Get in the case. In the you name spirits in Jesus' name. Fantasizing connected with masturbation, pornography that is connected to masturbation. In the name of Jesus, go now. In Jesus' name, the blood is against you. Passivity, nightmares. Come out in Jesus' name. Indis- procrastination. Confusion. Come out. I want forgiveness. It in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus. Material lust. Fantasy lust. Self hatred. Self awareness. Self protection. Self condemnation. Come out. The spirit Jesus. of masturbation. Come out in Jesus' name. Homosexuality. All the way and lesbianism. In the name of Jesus, chat rooms, cybersex, internet sex, in the name of Jesus, webcam sex, webcam, the addiction to webcam, in the name of Jesus, prostitution, in the name of Jesus, spirit prostitution, come out, in the name of Jesus, all spirits connected to incest. Come out in the, all the name way out of Jesus. Jesus' name. We command you to go fear. The whole root of fear right now in the name of Jesus. Come out. The Moabite and Ammonite spirits. Cut come out all now. Your roots. Come out in the name in the of name Jesus. Of, uh, degradation, uncleanness, degenerate, hate, retaliation, criticalness, judgmentalism, confusion, frustration. Self-accusation, blaming Jesus' name, blaming oneself for the activity, embarrassment, jealousy, guilt, shame, come out, distrust, contempt, fragmented mind. We call all parts of a fragmented soul. We call those parts of the fragmented soul back right now. We call the fragmented mind back. We call our minds back. We call it back in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come back, mind, in Jesus, all parts of our mind, we call them back. We call it back. That's right, God. In Jesus, Jesus Christ's name. name. Lack of self-respect, we command you to go. No joy, Come hopelessness, out. Come out. and other related family spirits name. to incest. Come in out. In Jesus' name. Uh, rape and assault. We rebuke we you. command Come out. Jesus' name. Go. In Jesus' name. Spirit of rape. Out. Come out. Attempted rape. Come out. Fondling. Come out. Come out now. Name. Guilt, shame. You weaken numbness. Spirits. Come out. Loss of emotions. Revenge. Pain. The Lord revenge. Come out in Jesus' name. Sorrow. Depression. Sleeplessness. We find you. Come out. Overeating. Jesus' name. That Let me come out right overeating. now. Jesus' name. Yes. Starving. Loss of trust. And a Come out. Can't look at men. Come out. Can't look at women. Jesus' name. Paralysis. Loose Barwick in Jesus' name. Come out. 
lack of sexual desire. Powerless things come out of her in Jesus' name. Victim. Fantasies, deadness. We bind you, you foul spirits, and loose them and let them go. Rest the people in the name of Jesus. Tenfold back on your head, you foul spirits, in Jesus' name. Loss of sexual identity. Uh, thinking sex is dirty. Thinking sex is nasty. In Jesus' name. Uh, spoiled abandonment. Come on, Loss right now. of in Jesus' name. Sexual identity. In the name of Jesus. Uh, multiple personality disorder. We bind you. Come out of them. In Jesus' name. Loose their minds. In, the name, in Jesus' name. All personalities that are not the person's personality to come out now in the name of Jesus. And all mind control. We break the powers of it right now. Brutality and domination. Loose their and minds. Command and all go spirit husbands. Name. Come out spirit husbands and spirit wives in the name of Jesus. Loss of control, fellatio, and come anal out, sodomy. Come out. Come out now. In the, the spirit of sodomy, must come out of them. now. Sodomy, come go. Bestiality, come out in Jesus', Jesus name. name. The, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood. The blood of the Lamb. Of Jesus. The blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb. Cough them out. Cough them out. The make them go. Jesus make them go. Your throat, make them go. Spirits. Come out right now in Jesus' name. Make them go now. Loose the ten plagues of Egypt on these foul spirits in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, all sexual harassment and abuse and assault and violent spirits to go now. Come out of name violence and split personality in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, domestic physical abuse, slavery, um, murder. That come spirit out. of murder. Come out. We find in the name of Jesus. Name. Come out of them. Oral and anal sex. Come out. Come out in the in name Jesus of God. name. Down syndrome, uh, spinal bifida, all uh, all diseases and all health issues that we came down the family line because of this activity. We command you to go right now. Loss of interest, temper tantrums. Go now. Forcible sexual activity, um, fondling, incest, molestation. All Come out of them in Jesus' name. Go now in Jesus' name. In the, cage, you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, in Jesus' name, we're just uh, commanding all these spirits to be bound up in chains yes. and fetters right now in the name of Jesus and yes. be burned by the power of the Holy Ghost yes, and go. Go to the, the feet of Jesus and be yes. tormented before your time. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, we loose the warring angels around each and every person that has received deliverance. Father, we're believing that you are the true deliverer and that you will continue to deliver them, Father. Lord, we ask you to teach them the word. Father, we ask that they fill themselves up with the word. Now, right now, we're just asking you to breathe in the Holy Ghost. Just begin to breathe in the fire of the Holy Ghost. And we send the fire of the Holy Ghost to burn all spirits, all cords of spirits, all chains, all fetters, all of them right now to be burned by the power of the Holy Ghost and can begin to continue to come out in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, you will come out peacefully and you will not return. We forbid you to return. In Jesus Christ's name, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood, blood of Jesus. Jesus, the blood. The blood of the Lamb, the blood of the Lamb, 
the blood of the Lamb. Just praise the Lord. If you don't have your prayer language, begin to ask the Lord to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speak in a new language. In Jesus' name. We loose the warning angels around every home right now in the name of Jesus, around my home, around Shannon's home, around um, every home right now in the name of Jesus to do battle with every spirit, every retaliating spirit right now. We forbid you to have any part or parcel with us in Jesus' name. By the authority of the name of Jesus, you have no rights, no dominions in Jesus' name. We thank you for your word, God. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your authority. We thank you for your love, your mercy, your forgiveness. We thank you, Lord. We praise you for who you are. You are a mighty God. We worship you. We praise you. You are wonderful, Lord. We magnify you in Jesus Christ's name, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 amen, amen. Praise amen. Lord. Amen. Praise God. We're amen. getting some deliverance amen. tonight. I just see all this uh, action going on in the chat room. And, uh, folks, if you missed the beginning of this program, like all programs, it's going to be up on MP3. And, uh, you know, there's an anointing on you, Pastor Dennis. Uh, I uh, count it an honor and a pleasure to have you on here. And I'd like to have you back on a regular basis anytime you have free time, and I know it's limited because you are ministering and working and uh, doing a number of things for the Lord. Love to have you back, and uh, for those um, that uh, have not been to your uh, website, would you give out your website, please, and also tell them how they can tune into the radio show that you do? Amen. Uh, um, I'm on blogtalkradio.com forward slash, my show is called Steps to Deliverance. Steps to deliverance, and I'm I'm uh, right now. My um, website is called castingoutdemons.org. I'm going to be. It's a great. Um, I'm <laughs> praying about. Amen. I'm praying about uh, some things and and of what the Lord is is leading me to do, and and all. But we'll we just pray. We just continue to be in prayer. And, uh, and, and are sure for what the Lord wants us to do in the days to come, and and um, we want to be sure for what uh, what the Lord w- would have us to do in the days to come. Shannon, it always blesses me to be on the Omega Man Radio Network. I always have a lot of fun. That's one of the reasons I started doing a radio show because it's so much fun, and I have and a is. lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot. Remember, you the one that. Uh, you were the one that inspired me to, because uh, you asked me the question when I wasn't even having a radio show. You you said, don't you have a, a weekly radio show? And at that time, I didn't. But about two weeks later, I started. Uh, Praise God. Uh, I started that radio show, and I've had so much fun over there, and, and God's God is so good. I'd just like to thank the people over in the chat room for for their prayers and for their uh support tonight and all the listeners that have been listening in. I pray that God blesses you and your family lives and your ministries and, and all that you put your hand to do in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh 
we'll give a shout out to Dr. Pat Holiday. Uh, website's miracleinternetchurch.com, patholiday.com. Yes. And uh, yes, <laughs> brother, it was a honor and a pleasure to have you on. Would you uh, close in prayer for tonight? Yes, God, in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for for Shannon and his work on the Omega Man Radio Network, Lord. We just ask for your protection over it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We ask, we thank you for your anointing on it, Father. We thank you for the increase in the anointing. We thank you, Lord, that it will be shed, it will be noised abroad, just like it was from the upper room, Lord, that it will be noised abroad throughout the world, Father, in the name of Jesus, and that you will use people that uh, that you have called in this hour, Lord, to do the work of the gospel. Lord, you have, you have given us believers a great commission. And, Father, we're believing that we will move in our great commission and be obedient to whatever it is you tell us to do, Father. Every person that's in the body of Christ has a place, Lord, and we thank you for our places in the body of Christ. We thank you, Lord, that you can use us to pull in the sickle, Lord, because the harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few, Lord. We pray that the Lord of the harvest will send forth laborers into his harvest field, God, in the name of Jesus. And, God, we just praise you and we thank you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And uh, we had some folks out there that lost their uh, their lunch. Well, now you've got to... <laughs> Go ahead and have some fresh dinner. <laughs> Praise God. Every demon out Amen. is one less in. Uh, Amen. Yeah. All those demons will go to, to to the feet of Jesus. They yeah. will not have a place. In, or, uh, they have no resting place in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise Amen. God. God bless you, Pastor Dennis. Talk God to you again you real too, soon. Shanna. Thank yes, you so sir. much. Amen. Folks, that was Pastor Dennis Williams. Castingoutdemons.org is his website. Uh, he's associate pastor at uh, Miracle Church, Jacksonville, Florida, along with Dr. Pat Holliday, uh, MiracleInternetChurch.com and PetHoliday.com. And, and in about three minutes, we'll be back. Pastor John Gogan. Tonight is a quad core or a quad strike to the head of the serpent. Uh, don't you love uh, deliverance? Get set free. And just keep peeling back the uh, the onion. Get more and more deliverance in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here on the next uh, Omega Man Radio program. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to operate in the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ and take evangelism, deliverance from demons, and miracle healing to the world. If you would like to partner with us, you can support this work by donating any amount online at omegamanradio.com. Join us in an all-out attack against the hosts of hell. It's time to deliver a death.